Welcome to episode 80 of We The Gamer Cast. It's hosted by WeTheNerdy.com and it publishes on iTunes and Google Play every single Monday. That means today, thank you for listening and hitting subscribe because that makes it download automatically to your podcast device of, of selection. Thank you for rating us on iTunes, just like Alejandro Buendia did. He said five stars. By the way, thank you, Alejandro. Uh, great show. This is a great show that goes beyond the games and you really get to know the guest of the show. And that's a really sweet segue into if you're new. Here's the deal. Every week I have sweet hangs with a stranger from the internet and we talk about video games and being nerdy. And if you want to be part of the show, very easy. No prerequisites other than having Skype and a microphone. I feel like you could probably still even use your phone. If you want to be part of the show, tweet at me at Sean Capri. Sean like Connery Capri like the pants. I hope you guys are doing great. Not, not even you guys, not even the collective. You listener. Yes, you. I hope you, you can take a moment right now just to kind of have a quick, quick zen moment. Appreciate all the great things that we have. And hopefully it's a nice day where you are and that you're, that you're comfy. If you're at work, hopefully you've got a nice comfy chair and you got a, a, a lovely cup of coffee in front of you or whatever it is, whatever drink of choice. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a alcoholic drink to get you through the day. Do, you, do your thing. I hope you guys are doing great. I, uh, I want to give a personal shout out to iDrake76. I need to know, my friend, how is Zeo Drifter? You know what I'm talking about. Guys, today is a special chat. We've got my, my, my guest Ryan Hewlin is coming up. And I know what you're thinking. If I have to do and listen to another gut-wrenching, lovey-dovey, some, like, I don't want to do feelings today. Well, Guess what, everybody? You're in luck. Today, we're making a, a massive return to all things nerdy. This is, this is a far cry from, from the Jacob Rush episode. This is not a birth story. This is all about nerd, and I couldn't be happier. I hope you guys are ready for this one. This conversation makes my whole face smile, but we'll get to it in, this, in just a second. I want to thank everybody for coming out the last two weekends to the Super Indie Podcast Community Game Night, or whatever the hell we're calling this thing. Lots of people coming out and playing Mario Kart 8. This has been one of the coolest things is just seeing people want to be part of this and other, we see podcasters, um, want to spread the word to their community. I know I want to make sure that like this is clear. This is not, this is not a tournament for the podcasters. This is a tournament for the podcasters to share with their communities. This is something that we're all inviting all of our listeners and all of our family and our, and our communities out to, to play the same game. And I think, We've landed on something pretty successful here. We've got some tweaking to do, uh, just in terms of game modes and, and locking down times and things like that. But that's okay. This was our first go and this is everybody. So there's not really anybody driving it. So we're trying to figure out how, how all that works. If you guys have feedback, do let me know. Uh, there's a bunch of us. Let, if you're, if you're part of the podcast community, you know, everybody's talking about this thing. So let your favorite podcaster know your feedback. Let us know what kind of games you guys want to play where this is not just a Mario Kart 8 thing. The Discord group is so, um, we can, we can all have a game night. If you've got, if you've been wanting to play Halo or if you've been wanting to play Starcraft or NBA Playgrounds is coming up, if you've got a game that you would like to get the word out, that's what the idea is, is for the podcasters to get the word out and get other people playing. 
that would be great. That's, that's kind of the vision. So I want to thank everybody for proving the concept. We had a great idea and you proved that it works. We had, I think over a hundred people the first weekend and close to that this, this past weekend. I haven't looked at the numbers, but man, I've learned a lot, even just playing with a bunch of you guys, um, learned a bunch of new shortcuts and way to just be better at Mario Kart. And that would never happen if I was just playing single player. If I was just trying to get, you know, three stars on every cup. So thank you for that. I'm really excited to keep, keep that going. And uh, as long as people want it, we'll, we'll continue to do it. So look, look for more on that front coming up. Um, the other thing that's coming up is E3. So we are going to be doing, or we, me, I will be doing, uh, We the Gamer Cast special episodes with some of your favorite previous guests and some new people as well. Uh, we're going to do a separate show for Nintendo. Finally, this year we don't have to lump them in with, with the third parties because they didn't do anything last year. Xbox, PlayStation, then we'll have another, we'll have actually four episodes. Um, so we've got guests lined up for that. And, but if you guys want to be put, this is, this is really something I need from you guys. Write in your E3 predictions. We're actually going to keep track. We're going to do follow-up episodes after E3, after the conferences in June, and we're going to keep track and score everybody up and see who wins the E3 predictions game show, however you want to call it. So write in, WeTheGamerCast at WeTheNerdy.com. Um, you can do as many, well, actually limited to five, but per platform. So if you want to do five for Nintendo, five, four, or if you want to just choose one of them, if you if you're... If your preference is PlayStation, then give me five, five predictions for up to five predictions for PlayStation. I think you guys get it. I'm going to talk more about this at the end of the show, but remember, we the gamer cast at we the nerdy.com. I'll tweet this out as well, just to remind you, but the clock is ticking. We start recording pretty soon here. Uh, I believe we, are we on next weekend? I got to look at my calendar, but I believe Saturday we start recording that early. So I will be sure to remind you. Um, but yeah, if you guys want to get in on this, good time predictions are awesome and they make us think of ridiculous situations that will never happen but it's fun to imagine that they will what are you what are you playing right now are you guys playing all the games that are coming on 2017 are you going back into your backlog i am on my last couple of days of vacation while i had took a month off when lincoln was born and that reality is over unfortunately and so i think i've been able to play some games here and there like my my gaming time has obviously been affected and i think it's going to take another turn starting tomorrow when you when you're hearing this i'm back at work and i don't think that i'm going to have quite this kind of time so i i tried to put in as much time into persona 5 lately as possible and i finally beat the first palace um it's not really much of a spoiler to say but there's a teacher in a school who does terrible things to the students and man i just wanted to make awful things happen to him as well i beat that i've got into another part of the game and i swear i'm about 15 16 17 hours into this game and it's still introducing new things there's now i've dead i've I found a dedicated area for like side missions it seems like a it almost seems like if you want to go grind and level up go here there's this sort of underground area that you can go to and it's funny if anybody's played persona 4 golden the palaces the new dungeons the new main areas are evolved they're way way better more advanced than what we saw in persona 4 golden but this side area this this mementos area that you go into to to sort of level up and and kind of have lower level targets to go after that's really similar to what the dungeons were like the like the big dungeons were in persona 4 so it's interesting to see 
elements from Atlas's previous games show up in in different ways here. I actually think there's other, there's parts of of Catherine here. Obviously, you're not jumping around and dodging sheep and doing the whole like tower climbing thing, but the if you want to call it platforming, like the jumping around, the the traversal within the dungeons, I think can sometimes it reminds me of that, and even the different levels. Within mementos, you can start going down, you know, different floors or different areas. That reminds me, that screen reminds me very much of, of Catherine. So I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I think this is a hard game to play. Like I really want to just listen to podcasts as well. And this is a tough one because it's so verbose, just like me. Um, it's so hard to play this game and listen to podcasts as well. So I, I'm trying to decide, I'm trying to multitask here. I'm trying to get as much entertainment crammed in as possible. This is not the game for that. And the other thing, as much as I'm liking it, I know that I'm so far away from finishing it. Like, like I said, maybe I'm sub 20 hours and I've really, like, I feel like I've put in a lot, like I, that I've, I've gone out of my way, I guess, to, to really put in time into this game. And that's just the thing. I can't tell if I'm loving this game or if I'm just putting in the time so that I can even stand it, even if I had a chance to finish it. I just, I know I'm up against a challenge on this one and I want to, I want to see it through. I just, I don't know if I've connected with these characters as, as much as I did with the first game or with the fourth game, I guess the first time around with my first time with, with persona. So we'll see that, that continues. Um, the other game that I'm playing is Neo on PlayStation four. I got this one from the library and I, so this is a dark souls type of game. This is very hard. It's a kind of like a samurai take on the souls games and i just going into this even when i played dark souls i played bloodborne first and then i went back and played dark souls and this whole time i've talked to dave more about this where there's some genres of game where i don't know if i need any more than the one game like i don't know like with with real-time strategy i don't need anything other than starcraft with kart racing games i don't need anything more than the mario kart and with these games i don't know if i need anything more than bloodborne so i had i walked into this experience already on the negative i wasn't sure where i was going to end up with neo um tip for anybody who's starting this up it gives you it gives you options for what you want to do with the frame rate or the the visuals it's sort of like a basic slider there's like movie mode and action mode and it locks in either the resolution or the frame rate or whatever trust me lock in the frame rate do action mode i went in movie mode at first i misunderstood what it was trying to tell me and not good Action mode is what you want, so do that. And so I'm playing this game, and it's way more accessible. There's actually a tutorial that's involved, and it gets you gets you into it. It's a, I feel like it's a little bit more forgiving as well. Um, but just last night, I reached the first real boss in, after the tutorial mission, and I'm pretty stuck. And it get it, that's where I realized that this game is actually getting its hooks in me because I wanted to beat it. And I had one time where I'm like, I almost had it. And I haven't got that close ever since. And last night, I feel like I spent probably like an hour trying to beat this boss. And that, it might sound like a bad time, but it, I feel like that's probably a, oddly a good sign for these types of games. I really feel like I have the ability to beat this thing. I'm just going to go back and do it. I have to decide whether or not I, like I can easily go level up. I can beat up a couple guys, level up my, my skills and my, my stamina and all those things. Or I could go give it another shot and try and beat this stupid guy who's hurling these balls and chains at me. Don't like balls and chains. So that's Neo. I'm also playing some Overwatch trying to get some, some multiplayer in. I love playing multiplayer with everybody. I'm having a hard time mixing in chat with it. 
I don't know what that's going to look like in the, in the future, but I really want to play more multiplayer games with you. And I have, I feel like I have most of them. Like most, at least anything that's not brand, brand new. I haven't bought a brand new game and since Persona. And other than that, well, I guess Mario Kart. Does anybody buy more than, I feel like I'm on the low end. I feel like people buy way more than, than I've been buying. But anyways, I've been wanting to play multiplayer games. So if you guys want to hit me up on really any of the platforms, I, I will usually be, be up for it if I'm not changing a diaper, which I literally just did. But that's the most baby talk you're going to hear this week. My guest this week is Ryan Hewlin. And again, I swear, guys, if you are just in the mood for something like so nerdy, we're going to get into Ryan has the best nerd cred, I think, of, well, I don't want to say any guest, but in a long time, this is this. I can't wait for you guys to discover what I mean by this. It's a great chat. He's a kind of funny best friend. We, we, uh, he reached out to me in that community. He's got a podcast called Nerdy Like Us Podcast. It's brand new. So guys, go check it out. Support him. You can find him on Twitter at twitter.com slash rkhulinator. Here he is, Ryan Hewlin. I'm uh, looking behind you on on your wall there. And, uh, <laughs> you, you your wall of uh, nerdy collectibles stuff like that. It's quite impressive. Thank you. I, I it's very new actually. Um, for the longest time, this room we we were doing renovations kind of over the winter. Yeah. And uh, this is this is quite new. This is something that I've wanted to do for a long time. And I have to give a shout out to. Toby Thornton from the Geekcast because he has the, like the exact same thing. And I'm like, nice. that's kind of perfect like i think yeah. i'm just gonna do that because i have a whole bunch of nerdy crap just like in tupperware containers <laughs> and it's so stupid yeah. like i don't know why do you do you collect anything because i love this stuff uh i uh, wish i did man i i started out collecting if i can find mine i have the joker uh dot brown those little pop figures Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, I don't know uh, where they are at the moment, but I want to uh, get into uh, collecting those. But <laughs> more of the Funko Pop stuff in general, or or Back to the Future. Uh, all the sets, you know, uh, all the sets that. That's I care dangerous, about. dude. Yeah. <laughs> I I know it's it's an it can get expensive. What's your what's your like family situation like? Is there anybody that has to give you a thumbs up on this? Like, because I know for me, I'm lucky. My wife is as into this as I am. Like, she went crazy when Skylanders came out. She went after every single one, which sort of automatically gave me a green light for Amiibo and and everything else. Oh. So, like, what's your what's your situation, man? Well, I recently uh, moved back home. I'm I'm 28. Uh, mm-hmm. Recently single. Mm-hmm. Uh, moved back home uh, with my folks because uh, the cost of living is is expensive. And where I, I in the just, world are you? I am in Oklahoma, a a little town called uh, Tecumseh, Oklahoma. Okay, yeah. Born, born and raised. You've always been there. Uh, that's right. I've been here all my life. How would you describe growing up in in Oklahoma? Uh. Uh, not really that exciting. <laughs> <laughs> the honesty is hilarious. <laughs> I say the same that, thing about here. Like it's, it, there's nothing. Like we have a mall. That's kind of yeah. it. It's cold a lot. 
It's uh, Canada. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and people right. seem to understand that. So, like, what's growing up like for you with um, with video games? And I feel like in, in places like that, I feel like we can connect on this a little bit, where there's, you yeah. go outside and there's not, like, there's not a whole lot to do. Things are, for us, things are very far away. We're all spread out. There's so much space. It's not a very dense living situation. Um, so we all kind of, like, keep to ourselves, especially out now I'm in sort of, like, suburbia. Video games feels a lot of time for us is that kind of what your upbringing was like a little bit ryan uh well uh i entered the gaming scene rather late in life i mean uh, i I love how you put that by the way i'm so sorry for interrupting i feel like i can just picture you with like like a cape and this entrance like i've entered the gaming scene here i am okay (laughs) sorry please continue like uh pro wrestling exactly you've got your music and everything i got you you've got the looks (laughs) <laughs> uh actually on uh, my podcast uh, which we're uh, four episodes in now i like it what's, uh, it what's it called it's called a uh, nerdy like us podcast love it and uh come on the show man uh it's uh pretty cool uh we haven't posted to youtube yet our uh editor is still getting everything uh tight for us mm-hmm. uh so we have uh, four episodes in uh, reserve. I'm uh, helping edit uh, episode two for him. Nice. Uh, yeah. I want to get to that in a second. Let me. Let's. Now you've entered yes. the gaming uh, scene. And, I'm going to go anyway, back. I'm going to yes, go back. Yes. No, I'm the king of <laughs> tangents. I I will take you no, off no, no. on a way, but I will try my best to make a note and we'll bring it. We'll bring it back. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, I picked up my first console, which is the uh, SNES, the Super Nintendo. Yep. Uh, I believe it was, was it my last year of middle school or first year of high school at a garage sale? That was your first console? Yes. Like, the, that you owned, but were you playing games before that? I feel like that's uh, insane. <laughs> no, I, I probably would, like, borrow my cousin's Game Boy Advance or Game Boy Color. We had, uh, Game Boy Colors, you know, uh, lying around, so I probably played pokemon on that too sure but, but your your memory you're entering the gaming scene with yeah, the super nintendo at a garage sale my first vivid memory was uh popping in the a legend of zelda a link to the past cartridge. oh that's a good first memory and absolutely loving uh the crap out of that game mm-hmm. and i recently got into uh, stardew valley and that game uh took me back to those uh, those days on the uh, old... T- well, I'm trying to remember if I had an, uh, ever had one of those old TVs or if I had to get, like, an adapter. Yeah. Uh, uh, but no, uh, I remember... How does, plug- how does, how does Link, how does Legend of Zelda Link to the Past remind you of Stardew Valley? Is it just that just, top-down perspective kind of thing? Uh, yeah, the uh, top-down perspective of, of the combat's kind of similar. Uh, mm-hmm. and kind of short range. You got like a little sword, and that's so yeah. funny that you even bring up combat because I really have to. I only played. I maybe played ten hours, fifteen hours of Stardew Valley. I'm like, I gotta move on to something else. So this is all I'm gonna play. And uh, combat isn't the the first thing that comes to mind. So I'm glad you brought that up because like that's no. a whole other area that I didn't. I, I went into the caves a little bit and and kind of went went as far as I could and realized that this is like a game within itself. But anyway. Yeah, uh, well, uh, it only uh, comes up when you uh, get into the caves and 
Uh, that's all that I uh, know of, anyway. I'm I'm about a good twenty hours into it, and farming and uh, livestock is my mm-hmm. main. So, what compelled you to go to a garage sale and pick up a Super Nintendo? Uh, and like, gosh. what time? I'm trying to get my timeline correct here right. because it okay. seems like this is later in life for you. Um, we're not too far off in age. Um, yeah. And so this is you picked this up. I'm assuming this is well after. Um, the Super Nintendo was a thing. Like, what was the current console? Yes. Like, this is old uh, when you pick up Super Nintendo. See, I wasn't even like a part of a game, the gaming scene then. I, uh, I know it was pre Xbox, okay, uh, original Xbox because. So we're kind of like ninety nine, like mid two thousand or early early two thousands kind of thing. Uh, yeah, I definitely had one of those. Uh, I, but. I'm trying to, uh, I think it was just a random, like, I randomly uh, decided to go with my mom to the garage sale. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, it was fate. That I was just going to say, yes. Fate. It, it was fate. It changed my life as a gamer from that point. From the minute I put in Legend of Zelda, or uh, heard the music, I knew. Yeah. Well, uh, I didn't know back then, but uh, in uh, retrospect, you know, uh, looking back, I knew that that was the moment uh, that my uh, uh, history and love of gaming began. I am just in awe of this whole... This story is, like, completely blowing my mind. Like, I don't know if you've really had time to, like, mull this over and consider... The fact that you came to Super Nintendo so late, I don't know, like, was this even on your, like, is Super Nintendo even on your radar? Like, do you realize Uh, what you're picking up? Is a giant part of gaming history? This is... No! I, I, I I was going to a garage sale, and I uh, had heard of a Nintendo, you know, vaguely, like... Oh, like, they do... How? They do more... I I don't know, man. I, I just... I went... Because uh, my thing was uh, movies. Okay, uh, that's what know, I was gonna ask. Like, what's your what's that, your nerd cred if you're not into games until much later in life? Well, my thing, uh, the thing that uh, got me in deep was uh, that's a cool mug, by the way. Thank you. It's from <laughs> yeah. this is from the uh, Nintendo World in New- in New York City. Ah, uh, nice. I gotta go back and pick up a couple more. They, I had to really restrain myself. Yeah. Sorry if this is an audio only podcast. I just had a just had a quick sip of my, my oh, coffee. I, I have yeah. to be drinking coffee when when I do these, which is why I end up talking so fast like this, and I try to sneak in my questions right. really quickly. What the hell did I but, ask you? Oh yeah, what was your nerd cred before? Uh, oh yeah, I grew up on a little show. Hopefully, uh, some of your listeners will know it. Batman the animated series. Oh, of course. And uh, ever since then, I wanted to be. Bat, like uh, I had the toys. Uh, I had the uh, Batmobile uh, from the animated series, uh, which I think like popped out mm-hmm. uh, into the uh, Bat plane. Uh, I had uh, that one. Uh, I also uh, were you into uh, the got... comics too? Like, is that kind of what led, or is it just something that fired up on TV and you got into that? Uh, no, no, no. It was probably my love of the TV show that. Uh, later, I want to say in my twenties, I uh, discovered comics. I I started reading Hush, 
the killing joke, which is it's uh, yeah, it's really uh, mainstream, uh, but it's uh, mainstream for a reason. It's mm-hmm. it's it's incredible. But I feel like uh, you were. It sounds like you were you were in there before it was like it's mainstream now. Now everybody knows it. Like no, I. Uh, I picked up Hush uh, when it was uh, definitely mainstream. Mm, so mm-hmm. uh, just like you uh, needed Super a gateway Nintendo, drug, you know. Yeah, yep. ex- exactly. Yeah, you needed something easy, digestible, get into it, and then just now you're into the rabbit hole. Oh, so are you yes. still into comics now, or did it sort of translate into games? Or now, uh, you, now you're both. Well, uh, okay, I'm gonna try and uh, walk you down the path. Let's do it, here, Sean. Let's go yeah. walk through the park. <laughs> All right. We're holding hands. We're skipping. If you like, we don't have to skip. <laughs> All right. We can just walk. So I started watching uh, Batman uh, the Animated Series, you know, uh-huh. and uh, I watched that episode. Uh, I'd like to uh, go through my favorite uh, episodes that kind of shaped me as a person, as okay. a geek. Yes. There's uh, the episode uh, where we meet Victor Freeze, which is called uh, Heart of Ice, uh-huh. I-, I believe. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Uh, don't uh, quote me on that. Uh, anyway, somebody's gonna fact check you on that. Somebody out there. Uh, <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, they're uh, more anyway. than welcome to come on the show and see how much that stuff they can come up just off the top of their head. It's harder than it sounds. It's it's hard. Uh, and anyway, the, the second guessing yourself is is paralyzing. <laughs> you just you gotta push through. So it's a, a heart of ice or something like that. Uh, a heart of anyway. It's the introduction of uh, Mister Freeze. Gotcha. Uh, he was a, a relate. A relatable uh, character to me. Uh, apparently, before that, on the Adam West uh, TV show, even in uh, the comics, uh, he wasn't that good. He was more of a B or a C list mm-hmm. Batman story or a Batman villain. And uh, uh, what was neat about the animated series is they gave him a tragic flaw. Uh, his wife Nora, uh, he's just trying to uh, save her, you know, and uh, he needs. Uh, diamonds or some cryotechnology to fuel his suit and also to uh, uh, keep her alive because uh, he's been uh, he was uh, in an accident and uh, his body can only sub- uh, survive in uh, sub-zero temperatures uh, right. hence the name uh, Mr. Freeze mm-hmm. uh, but uh, I love his story about uh, he uh, uh, did what he did, I understood. Like, it's uh, to save his wife. Uh, that, to me, uh, makes a good uh, Batman uh, villain. Uh, where you understand uh, where they're coming from, and yet, you know, uh, Batman has to uh, bring him down. Do you think Batman does that better than the other comic series? I don't want to start, like, a DC versus Marvel thing, but maybe uh... even within DC, is that why? Because it's, like, it's funny that you say that. You really kind of have to dive deep into the villains i think um because yeah. on the surface it's just insane like penguin like all these characters are just like joker it, it seems like just a just a circus of villains but when you talk about it like that it's yeah there is a little bit more to it so i'm always curious on people's takes on yeah on those villains and and who does it who does it better mm. i remember like when when the spider-man movies came out and especially spider-man 2 a lot of people really liked um Dr. Octopus because of the way that he was portrayed and I totally didn't like that. I was on the opposite end. I'm not a I'm not a diehard yeah. comic fan by by any stretch of the imagination. And so I wasn't really I didn't lo- I didn't love that. But I right. love Batman villains. Yeah. 
Well, there's something uh, relatable about them, I think. And uh, I don't want to uh, get into the uh, DC Marvel thing. Uh, I also read uh, – I've read a few issues of uh, Deadpool. I uh, really like Deadpool. Um, yep. Also am a Wolverine guy, a Spider-Man guy. I've I've read some X-Men stuff uh, here and there. Mm-hmm. Do you ever like – do you ever read some of these comics or when you were growing up or you ever reading these comics and going like, I want to draw this stuff? Is that something? Because I, again, I didn't really like have piles and piles of comics, but I go to the library and you kind of get like, you'd get those compilations. We'd read some of those stuff. And my, my neighbor was big into comics and stuff. So I always wanted to draw this stuff. Is that something that, that you grew up doing too? Just wanting to do to get, kind of get even more into the that medium that, that you were loving so much? Uh, well, for me, uh, it was more like, uh, coming up with stories. I'm, oh, um, okay. I, uh, wanted to be a secret dream of mine and it, uh, hasn't happened yet. Not a secret uh, anymore, not, man. Uh, knock on wood. That's right. Uh, you're, uh, hearing it first. I'd yeah. love to write for, uh, DC Comics. I'd, uh, love to write Batman. Uh, uh, I have a pretty good uh, Daredevil uh, Batman uh, crossover idea, which uh-huh. I'm uh, not. You don't want to uh, put out there like somebody's going to steal it. Not yet. Uh, and I wrote some Back to the Future uh, fanfic because uh, I'm because I'm a huge uh, Back to the Future fan. Uh, it was supposed to be like a five part book, but. Uh, I only got the prologue up, and why five? This... Why? How do you start with like knowing that there's going to be five pieces of the story? Uh, well, because uh, I had like a whole arc. Uh, this I will I love this. Uh, uh, this I will uh, share with you, Sean. This is because... my trick into like knowing the exact story. By the way, there's yeah. little questions, there's little tricks, Ryan. Uh, okay, so <laughs> uh, I <laughs> I assume everyone is familiar uh, with the general plot of Back to the Future. Yeah, it's uh, my favorite movie series of all time. Good I'm uh, uh, really into uh, sci-fi time travel. Uh, anyway, uh, Doctor Emmett Brown. Uh, we start out, and he's uh, it's in the year we uh, left off. Nineteen uh, was it? Nineteen eighty-two. Short. Sure, just <laughs> it's your favorite movie. <laughs> you know, just. Sorry. Oh, uh, whatever uh, time we find him in. And he, uh, some men start uh, pulling up to his uh, door uh, of his big, you know, uh, grand estate, the uh, Brown estate. And Mm -hmm. they uh, knock on his door. And it's like time police. They're from a, a prison. Uh, for uh, time travelers, and they've come to take him away because uh, someone is imper- is impersonating him like 50 years in the future, uh, committing all of these crimes. And he has to... Uh, him and Marty have to go back to the future to figure out... He got Claire's name. That's a great arc, actually. The whole um, being accused, being framed, being accused of a crime you didn't yeah, commit. Yeah, well, good uh, actually, uh, actually, it's just Marty. So Marty has to do this one on his own. He's mm-hmm. contained 
in uh, the prison for the time being until Marty can clear his name. Mm-hmm. But uh, and in uh, the time uh, prison, uh, I was going to have a lot of nods and uh, potential for a, a crossover. Like I was going to have a gentleman in like a cell uh, twirling a sonic screwdriver. And, what? <laughs> yes. And what is that? That's a reference to Doctor Who. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, uh, no, that's way outside my wheelhouse. Uh, uh, I was a uh, great show, Sean. Uh, check it out. It <laughs> used to be on Netflix. Unfortunately, it's not anymore. Um, but uh, anyway, that's kind of the premise. Uh, I'm not going to spoil the rest of it, but it it gets really intricate. It gets re- it's not. It may or may not be Doc Brown that's doing this thing. It may be someone with uh, cloaking technology. Uh huh. Can you do me a favor when you finish even part of it, like even just like a, a five minute scene, yes. something that you that you love, right? Give it to me, okay. and I I will collect a a, a, <laughs> a bunch of podcasters. This is about right. as close to voice actors as I think we're gonna get our hands on, and we'll each play a part. And we'll we'll do we'll tack that, it on to like the end of an episode or something like that. We'll have Ryan who that would be Back to awesome. the Future fanfic like five minute scene acted out by the super indie community of podcasters. Well, actually, my prologue is up. There on, you go. We got to um, find somebody. We need people to to be. Yeah. I don't know who we're gonna cast. I, I don't know. <laughs> Who gets to be Doc Brown? Who gets to be Marty? Oh man, this could be this could be hilarious. Uh, I can uh, try Doc because uh, my no no you don't get to be part of it. You have to step away. Oh. You have to hand oh. over. That's the okay. whole oh. part about right, being son. a writer and an artist. You just you put your best foot forward and you you hand it over. That's okay. Okay, okay right. we're gonna do this. Is this is the best idea we ever had, Ryan? This is amazing. Yeah. It's on fanfiction.net. Oh, it's up. It's, yeah. It's called uh, Back to the Future uh, Running Out of Time. That is Get a it? great <laughs> name. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. I'm going to have to look that up. We're going to have to – we may have some planning to do. E3 is coming up. Yes. This might take a, this might take a bit, but I, I, I want to like just throw that out there for any of the listeners who want to be a part of this. Could be Could be a good time. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, we got off on my real, like, super nerdness. I love, that's uh, what this is, this is a safe space. We can all admit what is, like, the deepest, darkest nerditude secrets that we've all got. Uh, when you write fan fiction, I think, uh, that's when you're, uh, in deep. Yeah, that's when you, that's when your nerd cred card, that's when your nerd cred card comes in the mail. They're like, congratulations, this is a lifetime membership. When you create fan fiction, well, that's that's exciting. I can't yeah. wait to I can't wait to see that. That is awesome. Well, I will give a a disclaimer. I am not a writer by any stretch of the imagination. Don't, don't do that. Don't don't try to. That's my thing. I <laughs> okay. said it, and you, and if you are going to do that, you have All to right. start with that. You don't get to okay. do it after you've agreed to hand this over. <laughs> and uh, I'm actually uh, looking for collaborators for part one through part five because i i mean i was uh ghost riding with the guy well a guy was uh, ghost riding with me but he dropped out but uh 
uh, for this project, I re uh, I really wanted I really I really want to uh, see it out there, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. come to uh, fruition because I think uh, it's a really good idea. It's a really cool idea. Well, I can't wait to explore this more. Let's yeah. jump back to video games. What? Yes, please. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take, take something from my good friends over at Fluxapose. What you playing? Right. Eh, right now, been playing some Stardew Valley, uh, playing some, uh, Factorio, uh, a lot of What's Steam Factorio? Games. That sounds like a math game. No. <laughs> no, no, no. If, uh, or a game show, a I'm not game. sure. I I surely wouldn't be playing. The concept is you start out in this post-apocalyptic, mm-hmm. uh, maybe uh, alien world. Uh, you uh, it's uh, all about crafting, but crafting to where you can eventually automate everything. Everything in the game can be automated with. Uh, conveyor belts, mm-hmm. uh, uh, switchers that uh, look like uh, little arms that you see on uh, conveyor be- uh, belts. Uh, they mm-hmm. can feed things into other things, and it's it's just for someone who is into micromanaging. This is your game. I've, what is it about micromanaging that's appealing to you? Because that sounds not for me. <laughs> yeah, well, it's. Just for me, uh, uh, figuring out uh, once you start playing, uh, the uh, idea bubble uh, pop up and yep. uh, oh, here's how I can uh, make this better. Uh, here's how I can uh, automate this uh, better. You know, it's it's extremely uh, addicting mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. Uh, if you're into that uh, sort of thing. Anyway, so are you into like Minecraft and those types of games too, or like what's your what's your gaming palette? Because it seems like even Stardew uh, Valley and this Factory, they're kind of yeah in the same like endless. You can play it forever. You can you can you have the freedom to do whatever you want. Like is that kind of the the spectrum of gaming, or do you do you kind of jump no into... my my main loves? Uh, let me give you my uh, top five of all time. Okay, yeah. I wouldn't. I would never try to put you on the spot like that. But if you're gonna, that's great. Uh, yeah, let's why, do it. Why not? Uh, Legend of Zelda, uh, Link to the Past, hands mm-hmm. down, number one. Number two, uh, Skyrim. Okay. Hands down. Uh, number three, uh, Batman, uh, Arkham City, uh, mm-hmm. because it's Batman. And number four, I hate to put it at number four because it's such an incredible game, but, uh, The Last of Us. Number mm-hmm. five. Mm-hmm is Horizon Zero Dawn. And Whoa! Yeah. That's like brand new. That's on your five, the top five of all time? The the gameplay, uh, the storytelling, everything about that game is just as as it should be. As a game should be. As it should be. Yes. That is so well put. Okay, so why I haven't even I haven't had a chance to play this. My wife was uh, oh, was man. playing this one. I I was off playing Zelda and stuff. Can't do two things at once because I'm not a multitasker. What hooked you? Well, I found the story uh, really intriguing. At first, I I didn't know if the game would be for me, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, then I heard that there's uh, RPG elements. Uh, the whole idea of uh, overtaking primitive machines don't spoil 
Okay. Oh, all right. <laughs> I, not that that's a spoiler. I just didn't want you to ramble no, no, on no, and go on into, into spoiler territory. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't do that for you. People, or, let's Actually, you know what? I'm going to put a pause on this. Talking about spoilers, what's your take on, on spoilers? I've had people like Zyger came on the show and he's like, you've got two Zyger. weeks to catch up. And that's it. And I thought that that was insane. Like, what's your what's your threshold for for talking about spoilers? Like, is Arkham City something that we can talk about to you? See, I am one of those people. I've been spoiled before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, what was spoiled uh, was, for you? Uh, I was spoiled on the Flash, man. Uh, I'm. I recently got caught up on season three and. Things happening with uh, Savitar, and that's, that's for a different discussion. I, <laughs> uh, I, I love the Flash, though. I, yeah, I could, I could talk for thirty minutes about the Flash, but I won't. Um, we're talking, but I we need just, to get you on Character Crunch. You need to get you in touch with with Dave Moore. You, need to, oh, you guys need oh, to, you sure. guys need to hook up, man. That, yeah, because yeah, you yeah, guys yeah. can go on and on, and I won't know what the hell you're talking about. But yeah, but I think you'll have a good time. It's uh, on Netflix, Sean. You don't have any excuse. That's all I say. Time, time's a pretty good excuse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually is don't that, like man. TV that much. I actually okay. don't love like the time commitment that TV requires, and a lot of yeah. times when you're not really sure if things are going to to pan out, I would rather dump six hours into a game than six hours into it into a TV show. I've had, I don't know, but that's a whole other right. thing. Yeah, um, but and anyway, spoilers. Yeah, not What's a your big threshold? fan. Is not, it just like never ever? Like you should always be careful before you before you talk about any specific story elements of TV <sighs> movies or anything well, like that. Well, because like Star things, Wars, yeah, we all know Darth Vader, right? Exactly, he's, he's, he's the dad. Well, I mean, uh, culturally accepted, where uh, if you're under a rock, I I'd, uh, I'd say if it's been out for thirty years, you know. Of, of course, you're gonna uh, pick up some things. Okay, a hard rule on three decades. <laughs> yes, hard rule. <laughs> okay, so uh, I just wanted to get a sense of that because some people it's it's very very short. Some people are very sensitive to to even what is a spoiler, like especially with the Legend of Zelda uh, when Breath of the Wild was coming out. Um, yeah. It was all about exploration. You wanted to see everything for the very first time. So there was a lot of sensitivity around that. So I always kind of just like to get a sense. We're never going to come up with a, with a hard, fast rule that everybody no. will abide by. But we, I feel like in general, we can all spot a real dickhead when they, when they intentionally ruin something for, for everybody. Like Force Awakens was ruined for me. And in three words, like I knew that somebody had been murdered. So, oh jeez! Like, and it's something that you can't unsee. And yeah. even just as the scene was happening, I'm like, "Well, this is I, it." I feel so sorry for anyone who was spoiled by uh, the Force Awakens because that I I left the theater in tears. Did you really? Well, no, maybe it's okay. Definitely uh, during the scene, you know. Cause yeah, it happened. Jeez. <sighs> That's I uh, see. This is the thing. Like, are we are we allowed to? I feel like this is something that we should be allowed to say. The Force Awakens is. I know it's not brand new. I know, man, but it's it's pretty huge if you're a Star Wars fan, and I I don't want to be a Star Wars fan. You've seen it. Yeah, that's the thing. I love that. How how long can we dance around all of this stuff? I think that's Uh, that's hilarious. I I, fine, (laughs) fine, Sean. 
guys. No, no, no we're not going to say it. We're not going to oh, say all it. All right, all right. We'll strategically, okay. we'll strategically pivot around this. I actually do want to talk a little bit about Star Wars because they just announced Battlefront mm. Two. They're. It seems like they're kind of going all out on this thing. We're getting a bit yes. of a single player campaign. It looks amazing. Like it really looks like they're EA swinging their big old Star Wars dick around with this one. <laughs> yes. Uh, swinging that dick. I, I played, I played <laughs> Battlefront 1, didn't wow me, you know, mm-hmm. like, it's, uh, I can play as Vader, I can play as Luke, Han, but something, it just wasn't there for me. Ah. Is it because it was a multiplayer game? Like, that doesn't seem to be in the pantheon of, uh, yeah. the other, like, the, your top five, none of them are even close to a Battlefront. No, and... Uh, KOTOR is my Star Wars game. There you go. Uh, uh, for uh, those who don't know, I'm referring to uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Mm-hmm. I'm an uh, RPG guy. Uh, it uh, did it the best, uh, set the bar. Uh, for uh, Star Wars games, mm-hmm. there there won't be just... But Battlefront, it was cool playing as Vader. Uh, my, my second favorite Star Wars game, uh, The Force Unleashed. Nice. The first one or the second one? Uh, or do you I've only played it? the first. Okay. Um, uh, it had some really good ideas. Uh, the story was weak. I, uh, I liked uh, delving into being uh, Darth Vader's uh, 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 apprentice. Mm-hmm. That uh, whole idea is uh, really cool. Didn't you think, like, I really like that first scene, and this is also something we should be able to, we can just talk about this. Like, if you haven't yeah. played the Star Wars The Force Unleashed, it's you're probably not going to get to it. The second one is going to be Games with Gold, I think, pretty soon, or oh, if it isn't already. Wow. Uh, the first one was a little while ago. You guys definitely need to play it. And, like, the first mission, yes. um, you're playing as not the main character. You're actually playing as the main character's father, right? And then... Oh. And then huh. you get murdered, yeah. and then Darth Vader finds the baby, who ends up being the character that you play. And yeah. it's just one of those... I felt like the story, at least at the beginning, I never finished it, uh, but I felt like the hook was there in the beginning. And I'm like, oh, I was not expecting this. I thought it was just going to be a hack and slash, just like brainless sort of licensed <laughs> action game. Yeah. And I really, really liked it. The controls were kind of like that age. Like if we remember um, Infamous kind of played the similarly to that. The uh, Prince of Persia games played kind of similar. That third person action, the camera looked a lot. Like it almost kind of was like built out of the same. It was born out of the same school of game development, it seemed. Yeah, and I really I, like that game. I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah, it's uh, one uh, doesn't get uh, near enough love. It uh, wasn't bad. I, uh, as a Star Wars fan and just being in that universe, uh, getting to do all you did, I uh, really enjoyed it uh, for what it was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's your yeah. take on the on the on the prequel game or in the prequel movie games? <sighs> Not the movies uh, themselves. We all know they're terrible. But there are some gems that came out of it. Like the, okay. pod, the, the pod racer game. I played on PC back in the day. And that was I, like my benchmark. Like if I, if I had a good enough video card. I never played them. Okay. Cause I think the reason I ask is it looks like the prequels are going to make an appearance in Battlefront. Like it seems oh. like we're now being a little bit more inclusive. Like, yep. They're sort of like the redheaded stepchild, but like they're still part of the family. Like we still want to show them some love. And I think that there's a way that we can revisit those, that era with uh, maybe a little bit of 
rose-tinted glasses. Yeah. We can forget about all the crap. We can actually, like, selectively leave out the stuff that we didn't like about yes. it. And just make games that are great in that era. Because ultimately, like, gunfighting and lightsabers and racing around and stuff is is fun. We can just leave out all the CGI crap and things that we didn't like. We can just, like, Jar Jar can canonically be killed uh, off. Thank you for saying that. I mean, we're all That's... we're all thinking it. That's my one gripe with the se- well. There one. are a few. <laughs> you have one. <laughs> no, there there are a few. I'm I'm uh, looking at you, Hayden. Yeah, man, that was bad. That's just that's just bad. But also, uh, Jar Jar takes the top of the shit pile. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but well, I heard a theory that was going around before the Force Awakens that actually maybe justified Jar Jar. I really hope it uh, would have panned out, Sean. Do you uh, know what I'm talking about? I don't, but I feel like it's... I, I, my first reaction to that was like, there's nothing that can justify that. Well, but Rogue One proved that you can just do something very, very simple and prove and sort of like give justification to something that we've been making fun of for 30 years. Yeah. Well, it's... It's really uh, interesting. As a storyteller, I'll uh, go and share what I heard. All right. Uh, it's it's a doozy. Uh, Jar Jar Binks is supposedly secretly throughout the entire prequels is a Sith master. Oh, I have heard that. I have heard that. That is that is ridiculous. That's <sighs> that's stupid. Well, at least it would have given me, you know, a reason. To justify him being there. That's a very like, George Lucas sort of like backwards, uh, fix. That is yeah. not as smart as what they ended up doing in, in Rogue One. I feel like that, those are light years away from each other. I still haven't seen Rogue One, man. Do you think that we'll ever, oh, okay, well, I'm glad I didn't say anything then because yeah. I sort of danced around <laughs> that. You're a Star Wars fan. What the hell, man? Come on. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, someday. <laughs> I'm joking. On... I don't mean, that was a little aggressive. <laughs> no. Hey, I I, I can handle uh, the heat you're throwing, man. <laughs> can you do me a favor? Like this is this is gonna air. This isn't going up this Monday. It's going up next Monday. Can you see it by then? So at least I can do the intro and say, you know, don't don't give Ryan a whole lot of crap because he messaged me and he went right. and saw it. Like he's he's up to date. So just yes, cut him some slack. Yes, I can you commit to that? You got a week, and uh, maybe you got a little a over week. a week. Uh, maybe uh, we can film like a little update and be like, <laughs> and Ryan, here's Ryan. Here's Ryan's hot take. Yeah, exactly. We can actually uh, just cut out this whole section and just insert. Just kidding. I actually saw it. Yeah. You sound all different. Like for some reason you get into some screaming match and your voice is all hoarse for this section. And it's all different. Yeah. My uh, beard is like, uh, uh, I look like a homeless person or something. <laughs> like, luckily, we're not doing. Luckily, we're not doing uh, video. So, do you think? Yeah. You mentioned. Uh, you mentioned that uh, Kotor is your is your number one Star Wars game. That's like the pinnacle of of what oh, we can yeah. expect. Do you oh, play yes. the? I'm gonna mess this up. Do they actually pronounce it Swotor, the Star Wars of the old Republic? Like, uh, there's this sort of like a spinoff there, right? Yeah, there there was one they tried to make, well, they did make, that tried to copy the magic of the original. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about. I I can't remember. I've 
Uh, I feel like they just added something to Knights of the Old Republic, like old or or maybe they just called it Old Republic. Some and uh, anyway. oh yeah, yeah, Star Wars Old Republic or something like that. Something um, like that. I mainly just wanted to bring up the fact that within your top five, you don't have a Bioware game; you have a Bethesda game. So I take personal offense yeah, to that. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, bro. Uh, <laughs> Obviously, I don't. I I think that's the only. Bioware game played. Uh, uh, none of the Civ games were Bioware. Uh, uh, that was Fire Axis, uh, right. Engineers Company. Yep. Um, do you ever play those games? A lot of the, the oh, Firaxis, yes. is it? Yeah, that, I could see you doing like the whole like that's micromanagement. The, the Civ. Sim Cities. Yeah. Do you play? Civ. Do you play just Sim City? I play uh, civilization, or I played Civilization. Oh, um, Civilization, playing, okay. But uh, SimCity, I checked out a little bit of a, a new one. Wait, maybe SimCity was my first experience to video games. <laughs> Look at we're on. It's like hypnosis oh, here. You're just un- like uncovering unpack- deeply rooted. Because uh, I remember in middle school, uh-huh. like uh, we had like a computer class. And, or maybe it was computers in our library. God. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. My uh, memory is uh, horrible. I uh, do a lot of uh, unwind or uh, backtracking and stuff like that. I thought you were going to say, I'm sorry, my memory is, is not so good because I do a lot of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I just I just mess around with mushrooms a whole heck of a whole lot. Yeah, no. Uh, people who... Uh, may listen to our podcast, uh, may think uh, we're all high because we're. <laughs> That's we're, the nature of any true nerd podcast, I think. No, no. But yeah. Either I high or hopped rem- up on Mountain Dew and Doritos. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm just excited to be able to talk nerdy with people, yo. Yeah. And it just. Uh, anyway, back to SimCity. I actually remember playing the old school SimCity on like. DOS or mm-hmm. just uh, whatever the OS was at the time. Mm-hmm. So maybe that was before I got my SNES. There you I, go. That's how. That's why you're into these Stardew Valleys and the Factoria. Yeah, hey, yeah maybe that's uh, why. subliminally. Yep. <laughs> so talk, let's talk about the podcast. You mentioned this again. Let's talk about the podcast. Okay. All right. Um, I'll. Nerdy Like Us podcast. I'm assuming iTunes, anywhere else people can find this thing? Well, actually, no, not iTunes yet, because that costs money. Well, uh, to get a, a website up and running. Gotcha. So right now, uh, we're only going to be on YouTube. I'll uh, send you an email uh, when we're up, Sean. So I, Okay. Yeah, we want to uh, pimp this out. And uh, we uh, do have a Patreon that's live. I would love to get a better video editing software for my editor and I, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, because I'm using Blender right now, and it's it's not great. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. So our Patreon, if uh, people want to support us there, is patreon.com slash nerdylikeus. Well, I, I appreciate the uh, give us money first, but why don't we talk about what the show is? Oh, what, what? oh no, no, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm just God, busting, I'm, your, I'm busting your I'm balls, sorry, man. I'm sorry. Man. No, don't apologize. I like it. 
Because you're doing better than I am. I don't even have Patreon. I'm just like, well, please listen, people. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, here's the show, Sean. Here's uh, the deal. Uh, four episodes in deep. We've yep. uh, covered everything from uh, the history of hardware to... What kind of hardware? Uh, gaming hardware. Uh, the uh, historian of our group, uh, Hunterman, uh, that's uh, his handle. Mm-hmm. Uh, online, uh, he is just a library of uh, knowledge, and he's uh, making his own uh, game right now, uh, which we're also uh, trying to uh, help him out with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, uh, yep. shameless plugs all over the place. Keep those hands out. Yeah, uh, but uh, anyway, uh, how our show works is it's a mixture of the morning show, the uh, Game Over Greggy show, and uh, P.S. I Love You. Okay, so uh, heavy influence from kind of funny. Uh, uh, absolutely. Okay, how and how is it? How do those manifest in this show? Structured, the first thirty minutes roughly is uh, what we've been playing, uh, what we've been uh, consuming this week because uh, mm-hmm. we're just uh, uh, all around geeky podcast. Uh, uh, we don't stick to just games, comics, movies, TV shows, uh, video games. We uh, do it all. Yep. And uh, now, I I guess uh, since I broke it here, I'm going to have to uh, go over there and uh, talk about it. That's the way it goes. Thanks, man. Anytime. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Anyway. So uh, I want to talk about these influences a little bit because like you kind of came to me too about even doing this show. And I wanted to comment on this. The, The idea that I had for this show was exactly that. A lot of people will enjoy writing into other podcasts. They like hearing their questions read or their answers right. read. It's almost like they hear themselves on a podcast. And I've always said that that moment is is amazing. It's kind of like, oh, my God, I can't believe they read my question or, or that, that that happened. But the moment is fleeting. And I always wanted to give people a chance to do a little more than just ask one question or just right. answer one question. So that's what that's what the original intent for this show was, was kind of like people like you. You came to me and said, like, I am interested in doing a show. It's taken us so long to actually record it that you've now got four in the can. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I'm wondering, you talk about you just wanted to to sit around and, and talk nerdum with people. Is that kind of like the basis for your inspiration to create a podcast? Or where does that come from? Well, I was uh, telling you a little bit privately via me- messages that I struggle with public speaking. I have a speech impediment. But – uh, I don't want that to discourage me or others from just uh, getting out there. Like, our first episode was pretty rough because I was uh, really nervous. And I I just hope people enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> and our, but uh, You I mean, should enjoy it first. Don't worry about anybody no, else. You I, enjoy it. I absolutely loved it, man. Oh, that's awesome. Just, that's all that matters. The rest will come. Just two hours, two and a half hours... Uh, talking with some guys uh, like their old friends and uh, mm-hmm. I mean uh, like I said first 30 minutes is what we've been doing uh, then the next hour is news speculation rumors uh, the uh, last hour is uh, we uh, have a guest or a, a co-host that our uh, listeners haven't heard from mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, their topic is the last 30 minutes and I uh, really enjoy just uh, hearing uh, uh, people's uh, different opinions, like 
Uh, they slammed me for uh, thinking uh, Assassin's Creed uh, was an amazing uh, stealth game. In- <laughs> <laughs> so uh, gratefully, so which one? Like just in general, Assassin's Creed, or anyone in particular? Well, I I started with the first game, and they said, "Well, Tom Clancy's, you know, Ghost Ghost Recon, <laughs> or uh, the the one with." Yeah, Ghost Recon uh, is it's it does or even meta, or Splinter Cell. Me, that's it, Splinter Cell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I love the nerd argument voice, which is well, actually, like everybody does it. It's like it's as universal as blowing into an NES cartridge. Like that's just the way. Yeah. the way the world works. Gosh, but. Uh, we're, so you're having uh, fun doing this thing. How did you? How did you meet the crew? How did you meet the uh, your co-hosts? I met them all. I uh, posted on the uh, kind of funny forums. Yep. I not the forums, but the the Facebook group. Yep. And uh, I met uh, Daniel first. Uh, he's, I guess, the. <laughs> Uh, he's a, a really cool guy. He uh, brings uh, PlayStation 4 uh, knowledge to the group. And mm-hmm. uh, then uh, because of him, I I uh, met our uh, editor and uh, the guy who's doing our uh, logo, uh, Hunterman. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's the uh, historian of the group. Uh, he has loads and loads of uh, knowledge because he's a, a game dev himself, and his perspective is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then to uh, round it out, uh, we have our rotating fourth chair, our uh, rotating uh, guest. Yep, that's uh, good. Uh, Eric, what do they call you? You've got names for you. Got an editor. You've got you got a historian. Like, what do they? What are you? Well, I am the Dark Knight of gaming. That's that's my my nickname. Love uh, it. I love and, it. And uh, I'm also the uh, leader and founder of uh, Nerdy Like Us, I guess. Because uh, uh, okay, yeah, uh, it was my uh, brainchild. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's awesome, dude. Well, thank you. I think that that. Kind of, we're rounding out our time here, and I really appreciate you reaching Great. out to me. But before we finish, yeah. I want—I always like to ask this at the very end. I'll ask you two things. Uh, first, what okay. are you looking forward to in the in, for the rest of the year? Twenty seventeen seems to be promising us a lot. Right. What's what's got you? What's tickling your fancy? Ah, uh, the uh, Last of Us Part Two. Twenty seventeen, I said. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm just trying to make sure that everybody knows that there's no chance in hell that thing is coming out. No, in 2017 no, no, or, no. And or twenty eighteen. Uh, well, I feel real bad about make about these jokes. <laughs> no, 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 no. I. I uh, dish it out. I'm just being polite because it's... Uh, I know. That makes it way your, harder, man. Like, your if you're a real jerk, it would be way better. But you're so yeah. nice. I'm like, why did I say that? No, that, no, no. I, like, Probably... I say that for Bobby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, break... <laughs> just break Bobby in with all of that. Uh, exactly. Anyway. That That's not fair. That's not fair. No, no, no. Uh, anyway, uh, what Yeah, Spider-Man little... 2017, you think, is coming? Eh, I don't th- But I am... It looks real good, man. Right? Doesn't it? Looks looks well. The studio. Uh, we uh, haven't seen much uh, except for that trailer, but it looks real good. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that that's like 
it, people assume, I think, that that thing is very, very far away because of the way that it was revealed. Like, it didn't even have a name. They had a hashtag at the end of it and very cursory type of footage that they showed. Yeah. And I'm sort of hoping that this is just a thing, that, that games can right. be revealed in this way and then... So you know it exists. Like we don't need a deep dive into games when the when the reveal happens. Exactly. Like, this is a thing. It's coming to this system. News is coming later. And then when they actually give us what we all expect to be a deep dive, and then you know expect this in a couple of years. Nope. We've been working on this forever. It's ready. And do the whole Fallout thing. That would just blow me away. And that would that to me is like a really smart way of releasing games. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Like uh, the a rock star uh, model, you know. Oh, is Red Dead 2 coming out in 2017? If I don't so, think so. Oh. I, but no. they say that, they say it is, but I, I, my personal opinion is that it will get delayed. It's tentatively on my list then. Mm-hmm. Most, cause I freaking love that game. <sighs> Red I was Dead. late to, I was late to it, which actually made it to me even better. Like sometimes yes. I go to a game after the fact and the hype is gone and you kind of see the game for what it is, Skyward Sword. Um, so, but when I went to Red Dead Redemption, it was way after the fact, and I just, yeah. I absolutely love that game. I can't wait to, but they're in no rush. Like, there, there's no. no imperative for them to, to do that. No, Rockstar does a fine job. They're uh, good at what they do. They've uh, mastered it. It's on point. So, okay, so that's what we got looking forward to. Any other final thoughts? Do you have any questions for me, Brian? Uh, no, I uh, just want to say thank you so much, Sean. I, uh, I know we've been emailing uh, back and forth, and just me being on the show was uh, last minute. Oh, I didn't realize it was Saturday time. It was, but I, <laughs> yeah. Normally, I record on on Sundays, and and just baby has sort of thrown a wrench into some of scheduling. So I appreciate your time, and this is so much fun. I don't know that I've had such a pure nerd conversation in a uh, long, long time. I I needed this. This was jeez, bro. Nice. That that Matt. Uh, I know we've been uh, all over the place, and I'm I'm sorry for your listeners. No, but, man, that's the show. We just go. Yeah, like, I have a little ADD. I think I can't stick on the same subject. Which maybe I'm, that either makes me a great host or a terrible host. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, but man, this uh, was this was great. We just take a deep dive into some nerd culture. This was awesome. Uh, yeah, uh, have me back on. I'd I'd love to come back on, man, and uh, do that or be present. In the, the uh, table reading of of my fanfic, if that yeah, would be amazing, is, yeah, we'll we'll have a special episode of We the Gamer Cast. It'll go up on like a Thursday or something. People are like, what is this? I thought this thing hits on Mondays, and then they get full on Back to the Future fan fiction running out of time. Yeah, uh, I am uh, looking for more uh, guests for my cast, though. Uh, so if uh, you want to come on, Sean, uh, I'm in. All right, bro, I'm in. Especially nice. if, if the, the way that the structure works out where, like, I don't know that I can do too many two and a half hour shows, but I'm in right. for that, that okay. shorter segment, man. That, that would be great. Uh, finish us off. Where can people find you all over the internet? Where can people reach out oh. to you? I know a few people who, who run their own shows who may want to just reach yeah. out to you and have them on. So let's, let's connect you out there. Please on, on Facebook, I'm Ryan Kyle Hewlin. Uh, H-U-L-I-N. On Twitter, I'm RK Hewlinator. Uh, don't get on there much. That's R- awesome. RK, <laughs> yeah. RK H-U-L-I-N-A-T-O-R. Uh-huh. It sounds awesome. like a doom weapon. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, awesome. 
A lot of laughs, John. Uh, <laughs> Is that all? Uh, PSN, Arcade Hulinator, Xbox, the same. Uh, I don't change it up, but yeah, uh, hit us up. Also, uh, Nerdy Like Us on uh, YouTube, subscribe so you're ready. Uh, uh, when we unveil our grand episode one, uh, and uh, email us if you're interested in uh, being on, uh, helping out. Uh, Nerdy Like Us 17 at gmail.com. Nice. Well, thank you so much for doing this, man. This was, I had a great time. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Sean. Yes. Yes. That is such a good chat. My goodness, Ryan, you killed it, man. I'm so glad you reached out. I know this took a long time for us to figure out how or when this is going to happen and i appreciate your patience with me um this has been kind of crazy guys i i I know that some of you have been reaching out and i'm just june is a weird time i think just in general well may i guess is a weird time in general with with e3 happening in june and then that whole thing happens so it seems like i've got more than more going on than i really do uh, so anytime somebody's been reaching out and saying, I want to be on the show, and I'm like, I'm booking into mid-May, uh, or sorry, mid-June, late June kind of thing, that is temporary. Please continue, guys, to reach out to me. We're going to get you booked in, and you never know. Sometimes people cancel as well, which is totally fine. So it's good to have a couple in the can. You just never know. So please reach out to me and have another great chat like we just had with, with Ryan. Again, you can find him on Twitter.com slash Arkahulinator. Find his podcast, Nerdy Like Us podcast. And um, guys... Please, we got to do this. Hit me up for the fan fiction reading for running out of time. I don't know who wants to do which part, but if you have something in mind, if you have a favorite character from Back to the Future that you want to read, I think that would be so much fun. We'll have it as kind of like maybe after Jason or something like that we'll have. Or maybe it'll be a separate episode we'll launch on a Thursday or something weird like that. Um, The music at the start there, Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. Hey, listen, uh, on OC Remix. A little bit of dubstep in that one that I actually skipped out on. Um, But I like the little tune there. I just wanted to give a little shout out to one of Ryan's favorite games of all time. Um, So thank you guys. Thank you, Ryan, for your time. And thank you to you for being here and listening and subscribing, rating us on iTunes. Alejandro, you're the best, man. You've been supporting for a long time, and I appreciate your review. It helps in ways that I don't even know. Ask the Married to the Games guys. They know all about that. Follow me on Twitter at Sean Capri. You can follow the website, We the Nerdy, uh, or the show, We the GamerCast. We're going to do, maybe that's a way you can submit your E3 predictions as well, but probably best way to do it is on email, We the GamerCast at We the Nerdy.com. Remember, five is the limit per platform. If you want to do more than that, just kind of split them up. Do, do some Nintendo, some PlayStation, some, come up with stuff that's totally crazy. And um, yeah, we'll read them on the show when we do those, when we record those very soon. I'll tweet those to remind you. Remember, WeTheNerdy.com hosts this podcast every day. I was just going to go over there just to see what's happening. This is, WeTheNerdy is where you can find all the indie podcast community game night stuff. Um, There's a whole bunch of reviews. There's um, Stupid Comics 5, 3 through 17. Um, the guys over at Debuff are doing great stuff with their videos. They're just ridiculous. Um, Secret Empire, Little Nightmares review. My goodness, guys. What else? Is- I feel like there's a Prey review going up pretty quickly. Um, you can find Life of Gaming podcast over there as well. So, so keep it up. I want to thank 
Gary Gray at uh, twitter.com slash the broken block. Why do I keep saying the whole Twitter thing? Just the broken block for the cover art for the show and uh, Life of Gaming, like I said, over on WeTheNerdy.com. You can find me on another podcast called If We Run Nintendo. It's with Bobby, the Nintendo Guru. It's on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, and YouTube.com slash Nintendo Guru. The other thing, you can find this show on Player.fm. That's weird. That's cool. Otherwise, this is episode 80 of We The Gamer Cast. It's now in your ears. Thank you again for listening. I'll be back next week. I hope you're there too. In case you didn't know, this whole thing that's happening is from Heavy Rain. You can Google it or YouTube it. It's called Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!